Welcome to Wisco Dice. Hey, yo, folks, it's your host, the Cozy with the Most. Today is March 31st, 2021, and this is episode 51 of The Diary. On today's episode, I'm going to dive into some of my favorite war games, tabletop miniatures games that I really enjoy playing. I'm going to stick away from the board game side of things. I know there's lots of cool war games over there, particularly on the historical type side, and there are some really good games over there, but I want to just talk about some of my favorite uh, miniatures games. This is not going to be a standard list where I'm going from like first to from favorite to least favorite, uh, although I will definitely highlight some of my favorites in here. If I don't happen to mention your favorite uh, miniatures game, let us know out on social media. You can find all of our social media uh, places on our Contact Us page on the uh, at wiscodice.com, and we'll be happy to f- hear about which games you're most favorite and interested in. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start with actually what is my favorite miniature war game right now, and that's the Batman miniature game from Night Models. This is partially because I love Batman, and I'm super stoked. I just got done watching... Snyder Cut just a weekend ago, and I'm looking forward to getting another watch. I just haven't found four hours in my schedule to sit down and watch the whole thing at once. Maybe I should just start it and catch the segments as I can catch them. But loved it. Was it a perfect movie? No. Great. Yes. As far as miniature games, Batman miniature game lets me play those comic book characters that I love and I grew up loving as a kid. You know, Batman, Joker... Uh, Robin, Nightwing, all of these characters, Two-Face, Mr. Freeze, the Riddler, I love the Riddler, Bane, all of these characters, bring them to the tabletop and they and do the things that they do in the comic books right on the tabletop and play out these little matches and then also bring in all of the lesser known people like some police or just basic thugs or some of the lesser characters and then you can get, you know, they, they have a very wide range of models that are available for the Batman miniature game, which is really cool. So you can kind of focus in on what flavor or which characters you really liked and put, start trying to find ways to include them in your crew. Another game that I'm a huge fan on, and, and honestly, this goes back to the start of what Wisco Dice was, is Warhammer Fantasy Battles, the old game by Games Workshop. Uh, which is currently out of print. There is some variant of that that's potentially coming in the coming years, uh, but we don't know a whole lot of details about it except that it's not set quite in the same timeline. It's set more in the past, so they're going to have some some components of the game that are going to be different, which will also dictate probably factions. Like, I can't see Lizardmen because they hadn't discovered that area of the world. Probably... Uh, limit on any kind of elven uh, interactions are in the game. Maybe there's maybe a more of a focus on wood elves and not the high elves or the dark elves. Maybe there's uh you know I gotta see I gotta think that there'll be dwarves and and orcs and goblins and chaos and humans. But beyond that, I'm not sure. You know I think there's some hints of Bretonians. But as a game, the old Warhammer Fantasy Battles, which recently Brian and I started playing again, were maybe going to get a another game here soon with my dwarves versus his vampire counts it's a game of you know chucking a lot of dice epic high magic with big blocks of dudes and armies and the the look of the the game and moving those blocks together 
that that's the core. That's the reason we all we we all got into miniature gaming. The Lord of the Rings uh, tabletop miniature game from Games Workshop as well is another one of those games that I really like. Again, I play it with Brian, and uh, I think that's pretty much my only opponent that I've played on any regular basis. Although it's uh, with its most recent re-release of the rule set, has gained some popularity, I think, locally here. So when things open up a bit more and in-store gaming becomes something that we're more comfortable with, that's something that we will, or I, I think I will be exploring a bit more. I've got a Rohan force that I've been in the process of trying to paint for years, but I'll probably dig out my old Mordor uh, and play them for an initial uh, couple of games in the in that game. A couple more games that are uh, near and dear to my heart, and these are going to be from Fantasy Flight Games, and that is Star Wars Legion and Star Wars Armada. Both of these are very tactical games They, uh, where I, th- I feel like X-Wing is more of a list and practicing how you're going to fly your formations before the game even starts so that you know and kind of expect how things are going to interact on the table and be able to get very predictive in how your performance is going to be. Armada, there's some of that because the movements are set, but it's much more in you know how you move your squadrons and which are which more are much more fluid in how they move, as well as lining up your capital ships for the right uh, attacks and then you know getting a little lucky on the dice. And with Legion, you've got a full-fledged miniatures game and it's very tactical, just like any other miniatures game playing with the infantry and the vehicles that you love. Like, I mean, what's there not to love? I'm a a rebel player, and I love having my T-47 and and, uh, the various other rebel characters, Luke Skywalker, Han, and Leia on the table. But that, I think the biggest draw for me in Legion, honestly, was seeing that AT-ST for the first time when the game was first announced and they started showing the models. And uh, I guess this is this isn't really neither of these games are fantasy like games anymore. They are atomic mass games. They've moved over to atomic mass games, but uh, I'm expecting continued great things and the same, the systems to be maintained and continue the way they are today. Speaking of atomic mass games, another game from them that uh, I've dived into is Marvel Crisis Protocol. Again, superheroes, Marvel universe. This is much more the comic universe and not the MCU, the cinematic universe. The, all the models, the characters play and, and feel very similar to what they do in the comics. I like this game a little less than I like the Batman miniature game just for the fact that it's a little more simplified. But that being said, it's uh, the scale is a little bit larger, so I, it, it's got a better table presence. And the models are, since the game is more, uh, you know, a little less complicated, it's a little more... Um, re- it's got a little more reach and people are picking it up and I think the success of the MCU lately has also driven up the success of this game. A couple more games that I'm going to mention here just to round out the uh, the cast. Mordheim from Games Workshop. I am just started working on a vampire for uh, an undead warband that uh, I have in the works and I'm not sure how much I'll actually play Mordheim but uh, it's a great way to start working on a new square-based fantasy army. 
Uh, and uh, if I never really progress, because I have not a major interest in building whole armies and painting whole armies, but it's a great way to kind of fiddle with a few fantasy models and paint up some models and, and at some point uh, have something that's sitting on the shelf that I can look at at the very least and be able to pull off, paint it, and be able to play with once in a while. Another game is Frostgrave, similar fashion. I've got a ton of like really cool various random fantasy sculpts laying around on top of a giant bin of Reaper Bones Kickstarter miniatures that I could tap into as well that I'm going to someday do something with. Uh, someday, maybe, maybe not. Anyways, but tapping into all of those miniatures for Frostgrave is a great way to reuse all of those cool sculpts and give you an excuse to paint them up. Another game to kind of add to that collection going into the sci-fi universe is uh, the game. this is a game from current publisher TT Combat, but previously Hawk War Games, which is Drop Fleet Commander. Drop Zone Commander as well, I'll toss in there, but Drop Fleet Commander is the tactical miniatures uh, space fleet combat game where you're playing out these battles in fleet that are... Honestly, the the rule set is basically Battlefleet Gothic from you know that game from Games Workshop. It's almost 2.0, but it's also modified to be able to have it exist in the Drop Fleet Drop Zone Commander universe. So you, you and it's about uh, the the main game is really about transporting invading planets, right? Tra- transporting your troops, invading planets you know, attacking cities and, and settlements that are on the planet or landing troops and gaining, you know, either by landing troops and gaining control of those cities or by orbital blasting of those cities. At the same time, that's where the fleet engagements. And you can kind of imagine most space battles probably are actually where you're going to engage in orbital combat and not necessarily have two fleets just randomly find each other in the middle of space. You might engage randomly in space, but chances are you're going to send your efforts and maybe your space stations or or more of your capital ships. Where you're going to really probably defend is in, in orbit. So it, it makes perfect sense, and it, and it really does capture that orbital combat, those orbital goals of those fleets. Like, yeah, sure, I can get a really good ship that's great at destroying other capital ships, but at the end of the day, if I couldn't land enough guys on the ground to control those points, to control those key points, to score those points, I'm not going to win the game. Uh, and it's got a great objective system and whatnot. I've only gotten a couple of plays now of it, but I really want to go back and and find some people that want to try that game with me and play it some more. Because I have a ton of ships that I can build for it. Alright, and then I think I've named pretty much all of the games I'm going to name today. These are all games that I'm very interested in. There are a ton of other games that I have, miniatures games that I have or have gotten kind of on the start of it. Um, you know, games like Gaslands uh, and a few others that I have interest in. I just, there's only so much time in the day and and these are the ones that I'm very, very much liking, enjoying and, and actually either getting to the table or have real interest in doing something with and getting to the table in the future. I know I didn't name all of the, all the other games out there. I know like one of the big popular ones I didn't mention is Warhammer 40k. So here's the mention for that. Uh, sure, I've got some Black Legion. I've got five models of plain, painted Black Legion and a pile of cast Marines that I need to work on, but uh, it's not high priority for myself right now to work on, although I've been tempted here every, every once in a while to, to think about getting a model out and painting that too. I want to thank you guys all for listening. Also, I want you to 
if you're listening to this, take the time, leave us a review on your favorite place to find podcasts. That that helps uh, boost us in the rankings. Hopefully, those reviews are positive. But uh, you know, if it's if you got any feedback, you know, we want to know it, uh, and so we can use it to improve. While you're at it, give us a like on our Facebook page, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or even on Pinterest. And if you haven't looked recently, make sure you catch up on the blog at whiskodice.com. Yeah, that's right, folks. The website and the blog is whiskodice.com. And until next time, peace out.